and welcome back to A Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Renewin. So on our last episode, we talked about cleansing, the importance of cleansing your space, items that you bring into your home and of course your own energy. We want to get you feeling clear and fresh and vibrant and free of other people's judgments, other people's energies, those ones that aren't supporting and serving us. Today, we're going to look at banishing And then on our next episode, we're going to look at warding. And all of these, they they sound a bit grand, don't they? Like banishing and warding. But actually, they're just everyday tools that you might already find that you do anyway, but maybe you didn't have the language to do them. But they're essential skills, whether you are weaving your magic, whether you are spellcasting or whether you're just living your life. They're ways to protect your energy, create boundaries, help you feel safer and more secure and to give you more confidence. And let's face it, in the world that we're living in right now, we do need to clear away some of like the tension and the anxiety and the stress and the overwhelm. Not to say that it's not there. Absolutely, it's real. You probably even feel it yourself in your own life. But this is a way for you to remove that and think clearly and calmly. Because I often think like sometimes we can't make a decision or we just get stuck in our heads and it feels like everything is too close. It's like in our face. But when we use cleansing tools and banishing tools and warding tools, it just pushes everything back. It gives us a space to breathe. So instead of just reacting, reacting, reacting and hoping things work out okay, it gives us a chance to consciously respond so we can make the best choice for ourselves, our families, our communities, the world around us. It just brings you back to centre. Okay, so I don't want you to get put off by words like banishing and warding. Intention, as always, is key. So when we talk about banishing, so it's like we've cleansed our space, we've cleansed the tools that we've brought in, we've, you know, we've done what we can, but something still doesn't feel right. It feels like we need a deeper clean. That's when we step into the energy of banishing. But we don't want to do it too much. I know this might sound counterintuitive. You can clean all day long. Cleanse, 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 clear, clear, clear. Sprinkle your salt, get your brooms out, (laughs) you know, have your Epsom salt baths. You can do those as frequently as you want. But I want you to think of banishing as removing something from your present, but also your future. So, for example, you have a shower, you're clean, you go out throughout the day, you do activities, you get sweaty or just, you know, just normal everyday wear and tear. You have another shower the next day. You're constantly cleansing. You cannot banish your sweat away forevermore. Same with dust in your house. You you dust regularly. Well, maybe you like to dust regularly. Um, You can't banish the dust because it's something that comes back. So when we're talking about banishing, we are looking at removing something permanently from our present and our future. Now, this isn't to... I don't want you to confuse this. This is important. I don't want you to think about, I want to banish anger from my life. Okay. Because I never want to feel that again. And it's bad for me to feel that because everyone says I should focus on the good and be positive. That's not healthy because actually anger, actually, I love talking about anger. Anger is a really healthy emotion, or at least it can be. If you use anger towards yourself or to create harm to yourself or to somebody else, clearly that's not healthy. 
But to have anger or any other emotion, you can use them as signposts. Something is something makes you angry. Brilliant. Something is out of integrity for you. Perhaps a boundary has been crossed. Perhaps a value has been dismissed. Fire. I always think fire um, emotion. So rage, fury, anger, even passion. They're fire emotions. With fire, they burn everything down to the ground. And sometimes we need to do that. Sometimes we need a fresh start. But actually, what fire does is it transforms, it forges, it changes, it creates change. When people say to me, Rebecca, I want to change something in my life. And I'm like, really? They're like, yeah, you know, it's it's okay, but I'm like, oh, that's going to be hard work. If someone says to me, I am fed up with this, Rebecca, I've had enough. It's like, brilliant, let's go. Because with that fire energy, with that fed upness, with that anger, you can create change. It's, if everything's okay, <laughs> it's like, no one's going to bother changing okay. You know, they, they might do it, it'll be on the to-do list and it'll get carried forward to next week or next month or next year. But if they have had enough, it's like, brilliant. Let's go. You're going to create change immediately. Okay. So this isn't about removing negative feelings. Okay. So, you know, we don't want to step into that idea of like um, toxic positivity where everything has to be love and light and unicorns and butterflies. It's like, yes, absolutely. We'll have oodles of that. But also we live in the real world where things are painful and things things are human. (laughs) As much as I consider myself to live in a very magical world, I'm still very much human with human feelings and emotions. Okay. So just because you have a bad thought or a bad feeling doesn't make you a bad person. That is just part of your experience and learning how to manage that and how to use that information, because that's all it is, to create that change in your life that you want. Okay. Bit of a tangent there. (laughs) Okay. So when we're looking at banishing, it's not about avoiding, which is the point I wanted to make. It's not about avoiding a a difficult conversation that needs to be had. It's not about banishing a difficult feeling that you need to feel because it gives you a signpost. So it's not about avoidance of discomfort or difficultiness, because actually that's not always bad. And as we spoke about before, Sometimes those challenges, those obstacles, those difficulties are here to help us become stronger, to create more clarity in our life about what's really important to us and which direction we're taking our life in. Sometimes, like when I I don't know why I always talk about running, but when we talk about running, um, I don't like running. It's not something I do, but I imagine... It's like when we talk about running, if you want to train to run a marathon, there is going to be discomfort in the training as you get stronger. You need that. So we can't always banish those things. But what we can do (laughs) is banish those things that we want to clear from our life. So, you know, yes, this can be people. It can be situations. Even if you um, think about spirits or energies or things like that, you just feel it in your space and you don't want them now and you certainly don't want them in the future. They are of no use to you. They are not teaching you anything. It's like you are done. Okay. And it really is done energy. I never want that in my life again. Perhaps there's been a toxic relationship. Perhaps there's a memory that you're just like, do you know what? I've just had enough of that. It's not serving me. I've taken everything I can from it or I've learned everything I can. Go. (laughs) It is done. And so 
This is really about you prioritising your boundaries and getting clear on what you will accept and what you won't accept. It's about prioritising your safety. And as always with magic, we do this, we do banishing work and we take action. Okay, so if there is a toxic relationship in your life, we do the banishing work and we take action. We remove them from our life. We block them out of our life. We um, block them on social media and our phones. If it's something very serious, we get the relevant um, agencies involved to support us with that. If it's um, a situation in your life, we do the banishing work to clear that situation from your life. And then you take action to support you remove that action from your life. Maybe that looks like calling in additional support. Maybe that looks like, again, blocking that thing, because that's what we're doing when we banish something. We are removing it from our life for good. So we do, we set the intention, we do the banishing work, which of course we'll talk about in a moment, and then we take action. It's aligned action. So when we've talked about the magical mind before, you know, we are aligning everything in place, which helps it so much easier. So when we set the magic, we're setting the intention, we're setting the energy, then it becomes easier for us to slipstream our physical actions into that energetic pattern. And through both of that, we get the outcome that we want. Okay. So the ways that we can banish are very similar, really, to some of the things that we do with cleansing, except our intention this time, instead of clearing it to like step us into flow or to feel fresh and vibrant, it is to get rid of that thing permanently. So we can use the elements again, we can use fire, as we just talked about with the um, the energy of anger. It's like fire cleanses, it transforms, it forges, it burns stuff down, <laughs> it gets rid of stuff. We can use salt as cleansing and protection. You know, um, for example, if you were to have a banishing bath for yourself, like yesterday we talked about putting different salts in there, what you would do this time is you would put your salt in the bath and then you would swirl the bath water anti-clockwise three times, at least three times. You could do three, six or nine, but we, in magic, we like to work with three, but we do anti-clockwise because it unwinds. So if you were to put some salt on the outside of your house because you felt like there was some weird energy in your house and you wanted to banish it. You could walk around your house three times in an anti-clockwise fashion. So whenever we do anything in magic, we do it clockwise. It activates, it adds to whatever it is we're doing. When we unwind things, when we go anti-clockwise, that helps us remove, unwind, unravel the energy. So we're looking at like you could just... um swirl the bath water three times in an anti-clockwise manner, get in the bath, have that, that image of like everything just leaving you, that's it, done, and then pulling the bath plug and having everything like wash away, okay? So you as you're doing that, you could just like say something like um, washing, you know, just like washing away anything that no longer serves me, that's it, setting down my troubles, my anxiety, whatever it is you don't want to come back. It's like, just feel it all swirling down the plug hole. Okay. So other things that you can do is you might want to banish an illness. You might want to do some healing because you want the, the 
illness to go away. So you could look at healing with the right intention as being a form of banishing, whatever form that takes. Whether you go for kinesiology, whether you use chakra, um, sorry, whether you use crystals, chakra healing, or whether you take medicine, like Western prescribed medicine, you can see all of that as banishing the illness, the dis-ease that you are currently experiencing. Even if it's like you take a paracetamol <laughs> with a glass of water, stir that water three times anti-clockwise with your finger, drink the water with your tablet and, and just imagine that that tablet is helping you to banish that headache because you don't want it to come back. Yeah. Um, you could look at manifestation as a form of banishment because what you want to do is like that manifestation for abundance is the banishment of scarcity. Okay, so it all comes down to our intention. Remember, banishing is something you no longer want to experience now or in the future. So get rid of that. But banishing looks like very clear boundaries. It looks like self-respect. It looks like being full of yourself. Yeah, because you're banishing other people's judgments and expectations for you. Anything, you're banishing those things that don't allow you to be the fullness of yourself, that stop you from becoming the fullest version, the biggest version of yourself. It's like you don't want that now or in the future. Now, that doesn't mean we don't want people's advice and we it doesn't mean that we're cutting off everybody else's opinions, but we do want to have boundaries and we do want to clear away those behaviours, those judgments, those people that might like uh, knock you off course, those behaviours that aren't acceptable to you, the ones that cross your values, the ones that don't align with the truth of who you are. It's like, absolutely, you can say, nope, never again. But as I said, that is very different from taking wise counsel from people that you love and respect even if it is uncomfortable to hear, okay? So we can banish things that are not for our highest good. Those boundaries even look like curating social media, getting rid of anything on social media that makes you feel less than. Unfollow, block the people, the businesses that make you, have you doubting yourself, that make you feel less than, And again, it's like when you're thinking about something like social media, how do you want to feel when you go onto social media? Do you want to put the social back into social media? Do you want to feel connected? Do you want to feel inspired? I mean, I love Instagram and my feeds are full of people's arts and crafts and nature and crystals and it's just magical. And so it's like go through and unfollow or mute. You don't have to like unfollow or unfriend, but you can mute things and just notice how different your experience is is because again you are banishing feelings that make you feel less than f- f- banishing those feelings that have you doubting yourself and it's like you don't need those in your life there's no reason you need those in your life if you do for some reason don't banish them <laughs> also like i said it can be about removing people and situations so banish clear that energy And um, you might want to think about banishing a person. So what you can do, you might get clear on banishing. There's healing. We've talked about taking medicine or having healing work. Manifestation is you focusing on abundance as banishing the scarcity. 
boundaries, very much about taking action and having that clear intention. But when we look at removing people and situations, I mentioned that, you know, we do what we need to do. We can block them. We can end relationships. We can call our energy back, which is basically what we're doing is your energy is currently in all these places. It's getting pulled around and you're like, nope, that energy is mine. I want it for myself, my body, so I can focus on what you want to create rather than being disrupted by those people around you. So the way that we can go back and talk about using fire, for example, what you can do is write down what it is you want to banish from your life. Just write it on a piece of paper. It could be a single word. I want to banish that situation from your life. Scarcity, debt, you know, whatever it is that is no longer serving you, that icky feeling you have in your house and you're not quite sure what it is. It's like, put it down on a piece of paper. And then somewhere safe and suitable, you know how I am about health and safety, (laughs) Burn that piece of paper and feel it transform. Now, a word of warning, when we are banishing and when we are burning things in particular, fire can be very volatile. I remember once I was, I'd set an intention and I'd set fire to a bay leaf and it combusted in one go. And I was like, holy broomsticks. It's like, but I always, luckily, safety first. Um, I'm not always as good at the safety as I am as telling you to be safe. But this time I did actually have my cast iron cauldron to catch the bay leaf. And I was like, wow, it nearly burnt my nail polish off. Um, So outside, if possible, burn it because fire, it's very interesting. I'm sure if you've ever done this, you'll notice this yourself. If you've written something and you're, you're ready to burn it. Now, sometimes we burn just to release the energy. Here we're burning to banish, to be gone. You might have to light it three or four times. If so, that's telling you that that's resisting going. So persevere and keep burning. If you light it and it just combusts, you're like, wow, that was a lot of energy. But also I've had this happen in my my red tent, which wasn't very clever. Um, The fire can leap. Yeah, because if there's a lot of energy and you're really having that clear intention and you've put everything into that piece of paper, you've written that one word and your intention is that is going, that is done. You're no longer having that anymore. When you like that piece of paper, it can get very unpredictable and leap. Okay. So be mindful of that and put yourself in a suitable situation, but notice how it burns. Okay. Because when we're burning, we are releasing that. We are burning it to the ground. Done. No longer. Okay, so that's a really powerful way to clear. Another thing that you can do as like a magical spell is to get a black candle. So black candles are very good. They're very good for protection and clearing. And what you can do is you can, I like to use candles, you know, they're probably like small chime candles. So maybe they're like two, three inches big and write down what it is Right, carve onto the candle. Now you can do this with a cocktail stick. I use the end of a compass, you know, like a drawing compass, and write down what it is you want cleared from your life. Okay, so you put your candle down somewhere safe and suitable because it's fire, remember? And you've carved onto your candle what it is you want to release. And then put a very clear line of like salt around the candle. So what I would do is I would have the candle in its candle holder, which often looks like my cauldron. 
and I put it in that container where it's safe. And then round the outside of the cauldron or the plate or whatever you're holding on, put a put like a nice thick line of salt around it. So you're creating that protection space as well now. And then you burn that candle down and just sit with that candle and just having that intention of release, of letting that energy go and not come back. So you can put events, people's names, you know, whatever it is you want to get rid of. However, as a little tip, when you go to write on that candle, so maybe that chime candle might take 20 minutes to burn down. If you don't have 20 minutes, write whatever it is at the top part of the candle, because at least sit with it until it's burnt through what you have inscribed on the candle. You can blow it out or snuff it out, whatever works for you, and then let it burn down even further, you know, and then just keep coming back to it, lighting it until it's until it's um until the whole thing is burned out okay so if you can't sit with it the whole time just think about putting what it is you're burning through at the very top of the candle make the candle black if you don't have black a white candle will do but black is really really potent for banishing magic okay so we're putting the salt around the outside of the candle sitting with the candle and just waiting for it to release okay so that's three ways that you can clear your energy the first one is in well, actually, it's four, isn't it? The first one is in your bath water to swirl around three times. And that's really good for like banishing old memories, um, maybe even like bad dreams. If you're just like fed up of like how you wake up in the morning and just like all of that energy is just like, oh, my God, I've had another bad dream. I'm fed up of this. I want it done. If you can't, you know, and you've tried like understanding what the bad dream's about and you're like, this is it's not mine. It's not right. Something's odds going on. Have the bath swell the water three times anti-clockwise, get in the bath, let it all get drawn away and flush down the plug hole, never to return. We've talked about healing as a form of banishing illness or dis-ease, whether that's in acupuncture or Reiki or medicine, um, as in pharmaceutical medicine, if that's your choice. Um, Also, writing things on a piece of paper to burn them, let that be done. And... um, the candle spell too. So there are four really good ways. Is that four? Um, (laughs) Yes, four ways of practicing banishing when you have had enough and you want it gone from your life. But always remember that intention is absolutely key here. You want it gone now and forever, never to return. You're not making this decision in haste. I don't like you. I never want you in my life again. (laughs) And then you do the banishment. And you're like, a couple of days later, oh, maybe I was being a bit hasty. Okay, that's not the energy we want. We want you to make it from a calm, clear space. You've worked through other things. You've explored things. You've journaled things. You've spoken to people that you trusted. And you're like, yes, I'm done with this. I want this out of my life forever. Let it be done. Because if you're not careful, if you do it in haste, if you're like, I hate that person and that job is rubbish and, you know, whatever it is. And you're like, I'm going to banish you from my life. And then you do any kind of spell work or visualization as you're doing any of any of your intention setting. You're likely to send a hex out. Now, you won't mean to do it on purpose, but you're sending negative energy to another person or negative energy to an event. And we don't want to be doing that. Well, unless you intentionally want to do that, but do it intentionally, okay? But 
that does that then is not banishing that is completely different so we want you in a calm state you can still feel the rage you can still feel the anger but you are making your your choices from a conscious place of being very clear and intentional because that's the most important place so think about calm equals doing no harm okay calm no harm um so we are clearing energetically. If you <laughs> anything else after that, you're moving into something different. But you can still say that person's really hurt me, that behavior's really hurt me, that whatever it is hasn't served me. I want it, I'm done with it. Without having like vitriol towards that person and be chuntering while you're doing your your spell work and being intentional. Um so clear that away. But also remember you are removing something for good from your life. That means there is that energy of loss and with loss comes grief. Okay. Maybe not grief around a headache, (laughs) but I often have people say to me, Rebecca, I've ended this relationship because I know it was the right thing to do, but I'm doubting myself because I feel sad. And it's like, that is natural. When we remove something from our life for good, even if it is for our highest good, even if we know it's the best for ourselves and everybody involved, we can still feel grief because it's a loss. It's a loss. And the reason we can feel grief, even though we know it's the right thing, is it's not the loss of that relationship or that thing. It's the loss of the potential of that relationship. It's the loss of the potential of that experience. So we can often like start a relationship and have like, oh, visions for the future and like, oh, it's going to be like this and this is going to be wonderful and this is where we're going to have holidays and families and gatherings and do all those things and they don't happen. They don't come to fruition. And what we're actually doing is we're grieving the future that never came to pass, okay? So when you banish, it can leave you feeling quite tired because this is a, a huge energetic shift in your energy, and there can be the energy of feeling like loss or grief. And no, it's not going to last forever, but know that that's normal. You haven't done anything wrong. If you feel tired afterwards, if you feel that like that energy of like sadness, you haven't done anything wrong. That is just part of the process. It's a natural thing to do that when we when we lose something, for want of a better, usually when we lose something, we find we want to find it again. But you know, when we have cut something out of our life intentionally, it feels like a loss. So just be, when you do this work, it isn't flippant work. It's very powerful work. It's very essential work. And when you have your intention aligned with what you want to do and you understand your why, why you're banishing this from your life and you're creating it from that place of conscious choosing, you can't do any harm with this work. It is only for your highest good because your intention is clear. Um, but you still might feel loss or grief or or like feeling really tired. Like I say, it won't last for very long, maybe 15 minutes, maybe a few hours. But do something that then fills you back up. Yeah, so maybe you've released, you've banished a situation from your life. You might want to like feel the feelings, notice how you feel, feel that relief of having that energy stopped being sucked away. You've called your energy back to you. And it's like, what can you do to fill yourself up? It might be to rest. It might be to go for a walk in nature. 
It might be just to visualize what you want next. So you had a situation, it didn't turn out the way that you wanted or spend some, maybe it was a job um, and something happened in that job that didn't go the way that you wanted. And you're just like, I'm done with that. I'm done with that pattern. I'm done with that belief. I'm done with calling that type of person into my life, that type of situation. Or spend some time thinking, okay, I'm done with that now. That is gone. I'm no longer having that in my life. What is it I'm focusing on now? And you might want to spend some time thinking about like the connections and the relationships and the situations you're going to say yes to in the future. And then take action. When your energy comes back, it's like, take action. Because that's the important part here is like we set that that energetic intention. We set that en- that magic in motion by having the intentionality behind our choices and our decisions. And then we take action. Yeah. So I think that is everything I wanted to say about banishing. Banishing, the key, th- the cl- the key thing to remember is like, oh, do I want to cleanse this or do I want to banish it? If you never want to experience it again, you're banishing it. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to be able to banish the dust from my house, but that's just not how the world works. So we are looking at people, experiences, situations, um, things that we experience regularly on a daily basis, whatever it may be. It's like you can banish that, but always doing it mindfully. This isn't just going, oh, I don't really like that very much. I'm just going to banish it because it's not about avoidance. It's not about avoiding discomfort. It's not about avoidance of difficult things because those things aren't always bad. These are things that we have consciously said, no more. That doesn't, that has no value to my life. It doesn't enhance my life. It gives me no energy of growth. Okay. So people, events, like I say, weird energies. You're like, I think there's some weird energy in my house right now. It's like, you can do those things then. Okay. So you could do the bath, you can do the candles, you can um, do the burning of the fire. You can do the anti-clockwise movement, whether it's around your house, around your room, (laughs) around your bath, whatever it is, always with that clear intention of done, done, done. Okay. So if you have any further questions about this, because I know sometimes people can be like, oh my goodness, am I going to get it right? You can't get it wrong if your intention is always very, very clear and you're asking for your highest good. I think that's the most important thing to remember. This isn't something scary. It's just about really asserting your boundaries. I often like to think, um, <laughs> someone said to me once, like, oh, Rebecca, I think I've got this like um, like spirit in my house. and I just don't like the feeling of it. Or I feel like someone's trying to communicate with me and, I, and it makes me feel uneasy. I'm like, one of the best ways to do that is to tell it to jog on. Yeah, I might have used slightly stronger language than that. But, you know, if you're like, get out, sometimes the power of your words and just a short, sharp out is enough. So we, we <laughs> I always think like we treat energies the same way we would people. And if you told someone to, you know, rather firmly jog on, um, they might leave your life for good. And if that's what you want, brilliant. <laughs> so energies are no different at all. Okay. So come over into our community. Let me know what you're going to try. Or if you have any questions, just to clarify anything that I've spoken about, 
come over into our community, ask those questions, share your experiences. And if you have any of your own favourite banishing techniques, do come and share with us as well. So thank you for joining me. I will see you next time when we talk about warding. So we've cleansed, we've done our deep clean forever with the banishing. And then we're going to look at how to protect your space because that's what warding means. And we'll share some um, examples of warding and how I might have warded myself a little bit too strongly the other day, but I'll, I'll share that as well. So thank you for joining me and I'll see you again very soon.